Jeremiah 3.15, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Welcome to the podcast of the Kadesh Family Church, Newark Branch, a place where Jesus resides. Our main goal and purpose is to provide the solid foundation of Bible-based teachings for our day-to-day living. Preached to you by our residing pastor, Rev. Dr. Charles Osset. We hope you are blessed by the Word of God, and may your life never be the same. So, you know, for, for the next few minutes, I'm going to show you. Go to Mark chapter 6. Mark chapter 6. My pupil starts. Can you help me? Good. Mark chapter 6. Everybody, I want you to pay attention to this scripture very, very well. Very well. So don't sleep. Read the scriptures. I'm sure the importance of honor. Hallelujah. The Bible says, I'm sure you know the scripture, but I guess the Holy Spirit will bring it back alive to you again. In Jesus' name. Amen. The Bible said, and he, talking about Jesus Christ, and he went out from thence and came into his own country. And his disciples followed him. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, see, many hearing him were astonished, saying, from when hath this man distance? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him? That even sight mighty works are wrought by his hand. The people's question was, what wisdom is given to this man? So that such mighty works are done by his hand. So the first thing I want all of us to acknowledge is that when you see somebody doing mighty works, a certain wisdom is given to him. That's it. If you see somebody doing mighty works, a certain wisdom has been given to him. Hallelujah. That's a fact. And so that's why I keep on telling people all the time that don't try to fool a leader. No leader is stupid. You see, when somebody has built a company or a factory, don't think he's stupid. Don't think that you, you are more crafty than the guy who built the business. I don't know why people sometimes behave like that. You see, you know, oh, this man, oh, he's a fool. I can dribble him. If he's a fool, he will not have built that company. The first thing I want to see. When you see mighty works, acknowledge that a certain wisdom is working. I said, when you see mighty works, the first thing I want to know, a certain wisdom is working. Hallelujah. If you see America with all their bridges, Verrazano, George Washington, Mario Como, Troxinus, what? Name the bridges. Tapanzi, Midtown. You, you must acknowledge that right away a certain wisdom is working. Because when you go to some other part of the world, there's no bridge. It's also a sign that a certain... <laughs> Instead of a bridge, you see a, a log over the river. <laughs> it also shows what is working. 
Or what isn't working? Accept the wisdom. So the first thing I want to say is that when you see great works, you must immediately acknowledge. Look, if you see somebody pastoring a big church, accepting wisdom is working. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the first thing. A certain wisdom is working. What wisdom is given to this man? Amen. And as we are showing the work of the prophet, you can see that a certain wisdom is working. That's a mighty works. To be done in a person's lifetime. And it's not 100 years old yet. Yesterday, I did a funeral for somebody who was 100 years old. I feel very privileged. That for the first time in my life, I've officiated a 100-year-old funeral. It's promotion for me. Come for me. <laughs> I'm asking you to clap for me. <laughs> what? Send me power of a hundred year, hundred and two year old man. God has promoted me. <laughs> yeah. Huh? <laughs> Not even a service. Hundred and two. Ah, I felt very cute. <laughs> yeah. If you say, say a certain wisdom is working. Certain wisdom. Hallelujah. That God has given him. Look. Don't take people for granted. If you see somebody, he has been able to raise all his children, they they are all in college. A certain wisdom is working. I'm telling you, you don't think about it. Because it's not easy to raise a teenager in Newark. (laughs) Or for that matter, New Jersey. So when you see somebody has to raise children, that's why I always tell people that look, until your child becomes a teenager and goes to college, you don't criticize other people's children. You know, as of now, you only have two-year-old and three-year-old. They are very easy. I mean, you can lock them up, lie down, sleep, take the... I mean, you lock them up, take the telephone, quiet time, time out. I mean, I mean it's very easy. Try dealing with... A 90-year-old girl with breasts and homos and see what <laughs> and see whether you can give her a timeout. She will give you time. She will, she will give, rather give you the timeout. <laughs> so don't use your six-year-old who's watching uh, this thing and I mean. David and Goliath, and to assess somebody who is dealing with a 21 old young man. I don't know. So if you see somebody who has been able to raise a 21 year old, 22, 26, and they are okay, take note that a certain wisdom is working. Yeah. Hallelujah. You see a man who has been married to his wife for 22 years. <laughs> I'm coming to this guy. 22 years. There's an anointing working. <laughs> 22 years they've been married. Okay. So that was the first thing. I'm just showing you. Then the next one. This is the problem. It's not this is the carpenter the son of Mary, the brother of James, and Joseph, and Judas. The analysis begins. You see, of Judah and Simon, and are not his sisters here with us. 
and they were afraid because a certain analysis and question brings offense. You have taken your eye off the wisdom and the great works. And what you have to understand, church, is that is a man of God. A man of God. A man of God. He's no God. A man of God. So if you throw the light on the man, you may see some mistakes. And that's what often means. Do you hear me? Continue. But Jesus said unto them, a prophet, this is the word, honor pass comes in. A prophet, but Jesus said unto them, a prophet is not without honor, but at his own country and among his own kin, in his own house. This is where the problem is. Jesus said, you see, your analysis and your questioning shows lack of honor. As you begin to analyze the reverend, eh, so what is, where does he come from? Where does he, he, he chose a side of honor. He said, this is his honor. So what happened? What was the effect? And he could there, this mighty Jesus Christ, and there he could, not that he, not that he, he didn't want to, and there he could do no mighty work, save ladies on the physic, and then that's it, and heal them. Because of the lack of honor, which is demonstrated by analyzing the person in a negative way. The lack of honor. So, so the anointing, the grace, the power, they couldn't see. And they were denied of. So what happened? Next verse. And he marveled. <laughs> this is God though. He marveled because of their unbelief. It's like, what is wrong with you people? He was just like, what is wrong with you people? You see this mighty works, the dead being raised, the sick being, this mighty works, and, and you can't believe it. He marveled. You see churches all, all over the place, crusades, 40 mil, almost uh, 50 million books, and, and you can't believe it. Somebody got to be crazy. But this is the prophet, this is the man of God. Somebody got to be crazy. 50 million books, cathedrals, churches, ministries, miracles, anointings, and you don't believe somebody got to be crazy. He marveled. I said he marveled. But somebody's nuts. You know something makes people marvel that are you even thinking? So he marveled because of their unbelief. And, and immediately, what was his, what was his reaction? And he ran around about the village teaching. So he left them. He led them to the and moved on. Because don't stay in a place where you are not honored or tolerated. Just move on. He just left them. Alone. Okay. And now he called them. You see, but when you go down, maybe verse, from verse 45 onwards, he left them. All. He left them. Let's go to verse 45. Down, down there. And straight away he constrained his apple to get into the ship and go to the other side before onto Bethsaida. This is the same, we are reading, we are reading the same chapter, Mark chapter 6. So, like an event of the day. Continuous. So he left them. What do you, as soon as he left them, 
Scrubs said straight away, he constrained Zabos and got into a ship. So they took a cab. Okay, we are moving from New Jersey. We are now on our way to New York. And go to the other side before to Bethsaida. While he sent the people away. Continue. And when they are sent away, he departed onto a mountain to pray. And when the evening was come, the ship was in the midst of the sea and alone, they were alone in, this, in the land. Contrary, blah, 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 continue. These are events of the day. Cried out, okay, continue. Trouble, be of good cheer on the water. This is the miracle, the same man. Continue. Okay, are we still there? Uh-huh. We came to the shore straight away. He's moving. I want to show you a verse. Look, ah, that verse, go back. And you see, he left them, got into a boat, moved on, got to another town. I'm talking about it's not like a month later or two years later. Or the same day. Same day, but the same day. It's not like, it's not like two. The, day, the day that they were in the morning, they were criticizing me in Nazareth. He just left, took a boat. And that's right, Bethsaida. On the other side, same, a same day activity. And ran through the region around about and began to, uh, see, the people, and people ran to, and began, those that were sick, where, uh, where they heard he was. Continue. And whatsoever he entered into the villages or cities or country, they laid the sick in the streets. Can you believe it? What the people in Nazareth lost? What they are talking. Now, these other places, they had their opportunity. And, and, and uh, 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 who's why he went into this religious situation? They laid the sick in the streets and besought him that he might touch them. They, they might touch if the, the border of his garments. And as many as had touched him were made whole. Can you believe it? If Nazareth had kept quiet and abroad, they are sick. Yeah. Can you imagine the power, the anointing, the benefits they lost? When he went to this other town, they, they didn't know him. They said, This man is powerful. And they, I'm not talking about events of us of the day. So in the morning they criticized him. He sat on the boat in the evening was on the other side. They slept overnight. He went to another town continuously and suddenly look at the miracles. That way, that's, that, that is why the Bible says he marveled at the boat of Nazareth because of their unbelief. It's like telling you guys are missing. And that's what happens when you don't honor. Hallelujah. That's what happens when you don't honor. Great things just pass you by. Great anointing because you don't honor. You don't honor the man of God. You don't honor the pastor. You don't honor the pastor. You don't, so you, great things pass you by. That's the problem. He marveled. He said, you people, you don't even know what you are missing. Hallelujah. You see, but now, you see, let me talk. You see, when you, most of you hear about honor, your mind goes into one thing. Honor is not just that. Can I get an amen? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I talk about honor by giving, but honor is not even that. There's no other. To honor somebody has so many components. And I'll show you from the Bible. A sign that you respect somebody. A sign that you honor somebody. What the first thing is you you honor somebody by acknowledging him. 
The fact that you acknowledge somebody is a sign of honor. Can I get an amen? Leviticus chapter 19, verse 32. Leviticus chapter 19, verse 32. It says that thou shalt rise up before the hoary head. Maybe you can get a new version. And honor the see, thou shalt rise up before the hoary head. And honor the face of the old man. And, and fear thy God, I am the Lord. Thou shalt rise up. Maybe give me a new living translation. So they can see the hoary is gray. Thou shalt rise up before. Show your fear of God by standing in the presence of elderly people. And showing respect to the aged. I am the Lord. So here, the first acknowledge, you say you shall rise up. So sometimes a sign of honoring someone that when the person comes, you stand up. It's a sign of honor. If the president was walking to the room right now, all of us would stand up. Do you understand what I'm saying? So standing up to acknowledge somebody is a sign of honor. You see, so when you come to the house and people are saying that nobody's mind you, they don't respect you. Can I preach? You are the man of the house. Well, when you can enter the house, nobody's, everybody's on their phone, they are playing, they don't even acknowledge you. I'm preaching. You pay the bills, you pay the tax, everything. But when you enter the house, everybody's on their phone, they're on their gadgets. Nobody even recognizes that you are here. A sign of honor is to acknowledge the person. Just to stand up. It's because you have honoring the person. That's all. Are you guys hearing me? Yeah. When somebody elderly, the Bible says because the person is elderly, he's old, they stand up. That's why even in the bus, when you're in the bus and an old, people, an old person, you're supposed to stand up in the bus and give the seat to the old elderly person. Don't stand up. Well, I paid and he paid. I don't care who. No, no, you are bush. You are not honoring. <laughs> Those of you don't stand up for the elderly people in the bus. Bad behavior. Hallelujah. And it's, 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 not, it's, not, it's not a cultural thing. Don't say, well, this is America. In Africa, that's what they do. That. America, we don't do that. It's not America or Africa. It's God. God said that when you see another person, just stand up. Can I get an amen? amen. Don't say that. Well, I, I, I ain't stand up. My back is hurting me. <laughs> if at the age of 22, your back is hurting, you have a problem. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Acknowledging. Acknowledging. Yeah. Sometimes, you see, sometimes you may not even want to talk to somebody or do something, but because of who is involved. I'm telling you. Yeah. Like, naturally, I won't, I won't even bother. But because of who is asking. Hallelujah. 
just acknowledge. Let me show you the scripture. Second Kings chapter 3, verse 11. Second Kings chapter 3, verse 11. Second Kings 3, 11. But King Jehoshaphat, but King Jehoshaphat of Judah asked, is there no prophet of the Lord with us? If there is, we can ask the Lord what to do. One of the king's Joram officers replied, no, go to King James. King James. All right, okay. Elisha, Elisha, son of Shaphat, is here. Okay? Elisha, here's, here's Elisha, the son of Shaphat, which poured water on the hands of Elijah. Next verse. And Jehoshaphat said, the Lord is with him. So the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat, and Jehoshaphat the king of Edom, went down to see Elisha. They came to see Elisha. Continue. And Elisha said unto the king of Israel, see, Jehoshaphat, who is the king of Judah, and the king of Israel, went to see the prophet Elijah, Elisha. And Elisha said unto the king of Israel, what have I to do with thee? What, what, what brings you here? Get thee, to, get thee to the promise of thy father and to the promise of thy mother. Let's go, go, go and see the people that you respect. What do I have to do with thee? And the king of Israel said unto him, Nay, for the Lord had called thee these three kings together to deliver me, them into the hand of Moab. Quickly. And Elisha said, this is the reverse I want to show you. And Elisha said, As the Lord host liveth, before whom I stand, surely were it not that I regard the presence of Jehoshaphat of Judah, I will not look towards thee nor see thee. That's what he was telling him. That you are lucky that you came with Jehoshaphat. <laughs> you are really lucky. The only reason why I'm paying attention because of Jehoshaphat. So, see, I'm talking about acknowledging somebody. Sometimes you may be difficult. You don't want to respond. You are, it's true that you are hurt and you are offended. But because of who is asking. That's all. Because you honor that person. It's not that you don't have a, you have a point. You have a case. You have every right, but because of who is asking that, oh, I know you are offended with a bad this for this for my sake. Please forgive the person or please do this. It's like and, and he, he, that's what he said. I agree, even though I will not do because Reverend has said it, it was a sign of honor. But when you said I don't care whether God or man, I won't change. You see, you don't <laughs> sometimes it, 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 you know what I'm saying? The honor is because of who is saying it. Can I get an amen? amen? So you honor types of honor by acknowledging. Hallelujah. Another way to honor, another way to show that you honor somebody, okay? Another way to show that you honor somebody, please listen to me carefully. Okay? A son, or another way to show honor, another way to show honor, you honor shown by adapting to the person. And I will explain. You honor someone by adapting to him. Amen. Genesis chapter 41, verses 9 to 14. Genesis 41. Then spake the chief butler unto Pharaoh, saying, I do remember my force this day. Continue. Pharaoh was wroth with his servants and put me in ward of the captain of the guard's house, both me and the chief baker. Next verse. 
And we dreamed a dream in one night, and, and I, and he, and we have dreamed each man according to the interpretation of his dream. Okay. And there was there with us a young man, an Hebrew, servant to the captain of the guard. And we told him, and he interpreted to us our dreams. To each man according to his dream, he did interpret. And it came to pass, as he interpreted to us, so it was me he restored unto my office, and him he hanged. Then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph, who was, was in prison. And they brought him hastily out of the dungeon. And he shaved himself and changed his raiment and came unto Pharaoh. Listen, Joseph was in prison. Obviously, very scruffy, not shaving, very dirty. But so Pharaoh is calling for you. The king is calling for you. Immediately, he did not come to see the king with his scruffy beard or his prison clothes. Because of who he's going to see, he changed. He adapted. If I'm going to see Pharaoh, then I must, I must change the way I look. Because I'm going to see a great person. I'm going to see somebody great and therefore I cannot just walk in like that. I must change. You must adapt. Yeah. I must adapt to the person. I must change as a sign of honor. Because you see, the way you come into the same person shows whether you honor or you don't honor. I must adapt. 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 That's what, that's what Joseph did. He shaved. He changed his clothes. Because I'm going to see an important person. If Joseph was going to see the butler, he wouldn't have changed. Can I get an amen? amen. Yeah. So, a sign to show, a sign of honor is you adapt. If you want, because you honor or you respect the person, you adapt to what the person wants. So, even in the church, if you honor the pastor, you must adapt to what the pastor wants. If the pastor says, we should sing this song, you say, no, I'll sing my own song. No. It's not going to work like that. We say we are having late school. We are starting at 10 o'clock. No, I want us to do it at 2 o'clock. No, we, we say. <laughs> you must adapt. Same thing at your workplace. You must adapt to what the company wants. Otherwise, you'll be jobless. Otherwise, you'll be jobless. You can't say, they say at all, from today, we are going to do the data analysis uh, on, 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 uh, at 10.30 in the morning. We need everybody to bring their report by 10.30. He said, no, me, I won't bring my report at 10.30. I'll do my after lunch. Do your after lunch and see. Because I think best after lunch. No, you can't do that. Oh, this company they should make their mind. Last year we said we can do the report on we can do the report after 3 p.m. Now this year they say we can do it at 10 p.m. What company is this? It's, it's, it's none of your business. If you want the job, you better adapt. <laughs> if you want the job. And sometimes the reason why some of us have not progressed is because we are too stiff. Don't let me go there. There is something called adaptation for progress. There is something called adaptation 
for progress. Sometimes you need to adapt. You are too stiff. You are still living in your third world colonial mentality. That's why you can't change. The same, you are still living. I mean, you can't adapt. Even the food you eat, you can't adapt. <laughs> you are working. You are working in a place whereby teamwork and cooperation is required. You have to be a team player. And one of the ways that we also become players is like you go to lunch together, you eat at lunch, and you alone at lunch. You say nobody wants to eat with you because when they come to the lunchroom, the, the thing you put in the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that the people are not friendly. No, they are, it's not that they are not friendly. But I, I mean, lunch. Everybody, this one, someone is taking macaroni. They are taking pizza. They are taking lasagna. You want you put your thing there, and you pray, pray to heat. What comes out? And this lunch room is very small, and we are all sharing. As soon as you put your food, everybody is walking out. They are, they are not friendly. It's not because they are not friendly. They, you bet. You are, you are lucky they didn't call animal control on you. <laughs> After 15 years in America, why can't you eat pizza for lunch? <laughs> oh, macaroni and cheese. Why should you still take Kobe and Ampesi to? Ah! <laughs> wow. <laughs> After this. Why can't you just just eat some burgers? You still must take breakfast. Pray now with breakfast. I'm sure if I ask the children here, they don't know what breakfast is. Do you know what breakfast is? Is anybody who knows what breakfast is? You know what breakfast? Anybody know what breakfast is? You know what breakfast is? They don't know. Do you know what, you know what breakfast is? You have no idea what it is. Not at all, right? But you know burgers. You know hamburgers. You know cheeseburgers. So if you and these are the future, if you want to work with them, then please drop the precursor. <laughs> oh, right. You know, it is good for my immune system. I need to clear my cold. Then clear your cold at home. Don't come and clear your cold. says can you show that scripture the man was not created for the woman but the woman was created for the man show us that scripture I'm just showing that scripture please if you can find that verse I'm just showing the bible I am just showing the bible first huh? Corinthians 11 9 please show it Corinthians 11 and brother hurry up neither was the man created for the woman but the woman for the man (laughs) 
Any other version? Give us more versions so we can understand the verse. Another version. Whatever version you want, you put there. Put us more verses, brother. And man was not made for woman's benefit. But woman was made for man. Another version. Hey, James, I said I'm preaching. James, I'm preaching. I'm just preaching my message. We are reading the Bible. <laughs> Give me another version. More versions. Ah, it's the same thing. Neither was man created for woman, but woman for man. Okay, message. Give us the message. Or amplify. I'm just showing verses. Therefore, she should be subject to his authority and should have a covering over her as a token. Okay, blah, blah, okay. And show rev- okay. Next one, next one. Next verse. 11.9. 11, 11.9. 11, ah, you can't get now, brother. It's a woman there. Ah, it's a woman. There's a woman on the computer. <laughs> you see, the one is a... <laughs> You see, it's a woman who is giving. He's not to oppose. He doesn't want to show the verses. <laughs> Eleven nine. It's a woman who. Okay, the message doesn't happen now. Okay, but we've seen enough. Have you seen? The person has deliberately said not give us nine. Okay, go to King James. We've seen it already. Okay. 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 Go back to. He has decided to skip the night because it's a woman over <laughs> Okay. But you get us. See, neither was. See, I'm talking about ad- adapting as a sign of honor. Amen. So the Bible says that. I'm, I'm, I'm just preaching my message. The man was not created for the woman. But the woman was what? Created because of what? The man. So if we have to adapt to one another, who should adapt? I'm just asking my question. I'm just asking my question. I say I'm just asking my question. The Bible says that the man was not created, but the woman for the man. So if, who should adapt to who? Please, who should adapt to who? When we say that you adapt as a sign of honor, then who should adapt to who? Again? I say again? Woman to man. I say again? The woman to man. I didn't write the Bible. I did not write the Bible. It means that by the Bible, if anybody has to adjust, the woman should adjust to the needs of the man. Yes. I'm just preaching my own message. If there's any adjustment in the house, the one who should adjust. I'm preaching. I did not. If, if, if there's an adjustment, uh, there should be a schedule change, a career change. But who should adjust to who? 
The church is, I didn't write that, but why are they fighting with me? That's what it means. It means that, it means that if we have to eat, uh, I, mean, uh, I mean, if the man wants to eat jollof, the woman wants to eat ampesi, who should I just throw? You see, what, what I'm trying to say is that, you see, what I'm trying to say is that, you're constantly insisting on your right as a woman and staking your ground. It's a sign of dishonor. Whether you like it or not, that's what's in the Bible. That's what it is. That is what it is. Christian sister, that is what it is. I don't take nonsense. I'm, a, I'm fiercely independent. It's a sign that you dishonor. After church, don't send me interest message. I'll block all my messages. <laughs> constantly opposing. Yeah, so listen. I mean, no, I mean, I, I'm constantly opposing. Why? 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 Why can't you also change? Why must I always change? Why? why? Please keep on. That's where the dishonor comes in. That is where the dishonor comes in. That's where the dishonor comes in. That's where the dishonor comes in. Yeah, that's where the dishonor comes in. Your inability to adapt. Because, you see, you see everything I'm saying, you see, everything I'm saying, if I don't have a verse, don't obey. Because the Bible makes the relationship clear. The Bible makes it clear. It says that the man is the head. I'm not talking I'm not. I, you can have your American ideas or Ghanaian ideas. Yeah, I'm not talking about American or Ghanaian or Japanese ideas. I'm talking about the Bible. That's what I say. If you don't, if you don't see the Bible, throw it away. And the Bible claims that the woman was made for the man. The existence of the woman is because the man was there. If the man was not there, there would be no need for the woman. Has it rented? I said, has it rented? I bought this belt. I bought this belt. I bought this belt because I had this pants. If I don't have this pants, I will not need this belt. That is why this one has a constant with, with, with what about with I won't tell you my size, but what about say whether it's 32 or 34, it's constant. But this one has multiple holes. So it can adjust. <laughs> this is it. This is it. <laughs> I said this is it. Joe, this is it. That's why this one is not made with a single hole. Because its purpose is to adjust to whatever size this one will get. 
This is it. This is it. This is it. Otherwise, if this thing cannot adjust, it's useless. Because someday I may have a pot belly, someday I may fast. It depends on the day and the occasion. It must be able to adjust. <laughs> It's useless. That's what the Bible says. I just of it. I just of it. I just of it. That's the honor in the relationship. I'll continue. That's the honor in the relationship. Yeah. That's why there's so many examples in the Bible. You see, Esther succeeded to become the queen because I adjusted to the king. Vashti refused to adjust. And she lost it. This message is deep. We'll play with you again. You see, let me tell you something. Adjusting to fit does not make you inferior. You are preaching. No, it does not. It makes you play your role well. And anything that you do well, you are called excellent. I'm coming there. When you say somebody, when you use the word excellent, you see the person is done, they play the role well. So your adjusting one makes you excellent. And what is the effect of excellent? The Bible says that an excellent wife is a crown to the husband. So when you become excellent, you are no longer, you, because you are excellent, you sit on top of him, you become the crown. It's because you are excellent. And it means that now, even he's the head, but you sit on top of the head. Quietly you control, you direct, because you have become a crown. An excellent wife is a crown of the husband. But it begins by when you can become excellent. Not a good wife, not an argumentative wife. The wife who's a crown is the excellent wife. I'm preaching. Because you see, when you come, when you, let me see, once you are the crown, you see that your advice will be taken. Your counsel will be taken because you are on top here. So it comes with excellence. But if you are not excellent, that is why when you say it, they will not, nobody minds you. So if you want to become a crown, which is the nicest of all, look, a worthy wife, you know, a worthy wife is a husband's joy and crown. A shameful wife saps his strength. I think I should end my preaching here. <laughs> it's in the Bible. So, the question is, are you a sapper of strength or a crown?
Hallelujah. Amen. So adapt. From today, you understand. Don't forget my belt illustration. That's this it. Adjust to fit. And that automatically makes you a crown. Amen. Amen. So, signs of honor. There are types of honor. What are I mean, I'm making types of honor. Three, right? Number one is what? Acknowledge the person. Number two is what? Hmm? No, no, it's the same as acknowledging. So I've only given you two. Okay. My time is almost up. So you let, me, let me finish quickly too. Because the children are also coming. Reverend Foss has given me a schedule. I mean, another quick one. I don't have time to talk about is you also honor somebody by paying attention to his words. Okay? By paying attention to his words. Because of, because, because of who the person is. When he talks, you listen. That's why the Bible said, honor your father and your mother that it may be well with you. This is for you group. Honor your father and your mother. And the way to honor your father and your mother is you do what daddy said so. No argument. You do it because mommy said so. That's how you honor them. That's all. Mommy says so, daddy says so. That is a sign that you honor. Okay? Honor your father. How do you honor your father? You, you obey what he says. Honor by obeying. Honor by obeying. Your father is not asking you to bring a paycheck. or a, no, no. He says obey. Obey. You're sad that you honor your parents. You obey. So it's not that I don't agree. Daddy said so. Mommy said so. That's your honor. So that it may be well with you. That's what it means. Hallelujah. That's what it means. Honor by obeying. Your obedience is a sign of honor. Hallelujah. Yes. And then, uh, another way to honor, the, so three is obedience, and the final way that I'll say today is you, honor, you also honor somebody with your substance. So, you understand what I'm saying? I said, and it's also in the Bible. It's also in the Bible. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 9. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 9. Honor the Lord with your substance. And with the first fruit of all that increase. It means a way to show honor or appreciate someone is to give the person a gift. Amen. And I, see, I'm saying something, you see. I'm saying that most of us, when we hear of honor, we think it means bring a gift. No, it's only a type of honor. Hallelujah. Yeah. That is why on this particular honor your prophet, they like this part, this year's honor your prophet. We are not asking for a gift from anybody for a prophet. No. Because that's not the only way to honor. So if you want to give a gift, which is a good thing to do, hold on. If you want to give, you hold on. I mean, I will let you know. But that's not what it means. That the emphasis here is honoring the man by acknowledging him, see his works, obey his words. That's the honor. It has no mean that when you give yourself, it's just a type of honor. Only that that's, that is not the emphasis for today. Hallelujah. No. But it's also a good way to honor. It's also a good way to honor. Because you see, let me tell you something in conclusion. You see, just um, Thursday, we had, were in Pittsburgh, right? With Prophet. And after the meeting, he went to his hotel. I mean, I'm, I, you know, me and him, we are, we are, we are cool. 
So we're in the hotel late in the night, chatting in his room. I mean, where he was staying. Initially, some people have come there to make some noise, but they went. Do you understand? Then I It's a very. I'm, I'm telling you something wrong. We were in the room, and I think some of the young people came and they were making noise. So we got a call from the security that we must vacate the place right now before they call the police. So, Professor, then all the young people should go. Well, because we don't need Wahala. Then, 20 minutes later, the head of the place comes. That I was just, I was just me and him, and I was, we were just chatting. He enters the room and says, I'm so sorry. I'm really so sorry. I want to apologize to you. I didn't know who you were. And it's a mistake. We are so sorry. We are so sorry. Please, we can give you any splitting word. We are so sorry. And you know, what he said that evening touched my heart. He came and said, look, I need a miracle. This is the head of the place. I need a miracle. So because I need a miracle, I'm sowing a seed into your ministry. That's what the man did. He sowed a seed. Tell him. Taste him like twin. read about you and so he came because he needs a miracle and said i know i need a miracle and therefore i want to sow a seed into your ministry because i need a miracle this is how you honor a prophet prophet. this one nobody organized it nobody forced him nobody did a lot of announcement and publication I was there, so I saw it. <laughs> For the right reason. Nobody organized him. Nobody called him. Nobody said, okay, how many can give? Th-? There was none of that. He knows the importance of honoring a prophet. And he said, I need a miracle. Don't you think this man will get a miracle? Don't you believe he will get a miracle he's looking for? Because he understood honor. Not a Guinean, an American head of the place. They said, I need a miracle. Like, the reason why I'm showing this CD is because I need a miracle. Church, there's a level of honor where you honor with your substance, but it must come from your heart. Nobody should tell you to do that. That's what you do. I was sure. Two days ago, Lord, two, two days in the morning, I was in the room. Me and my friend, we were just chatting. So I'm trying to show that, look, honor must come from the heart. Honor must come from the heart. And you must honor, I mean, also understand the spiritual importance. He said, look, I need a miracle. I need a miracle. He's not a member of our, he just, he just understands no, this man. Because I read about you. I read about you. And I need a miracle. So church, no man can do this works except God be with him. God has given us a mighty prophet. And may we honor him the right way. 
Stand up to your feet and let's close. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, pray. Thank you, Holy Spirit. That we may honor the right way. Honor. Acknowledging him. Honor his words. Honor. Obeying. Honor your substance. So many ways to honor. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let's pray for a short while. But you know what? Let's spend, a few, let's spend the next few minutes praying for prophet. Everybody lift him before God, oh God. My son, for the father he has given you, oh God. Paul said, I pray for us, oh God. On this, on this, honor your prophet. Let's pray for him. Let's honor him with our prayer, our heart feelings, oh God. Let's lift him up. Let's lift him up. Let's lift him up before the Lord of God. for a great father God has given us. 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 Masukatandali Lift him up, O God. For God has blessed us, O God. On this honor of prophet, O God. Father, we pray for his family. We pray for his children. We pray for his ministry. We pray for his life, O God. Father, he's going out and he's coming in, O God. Let there be angels, O God. May you not be denied of your miracle. May I not be denied of our miracle. Because we did not honor. Because we did not honor. Because we did not honor. Oh, the miracle of healing. The miracle of prosperity. The miracle of breakthroughs of God. The miracles of ministry. May we honor Oh God. Father, we thank you for our father and our prophet. A man you have called and anointed. For the, your words that no man can do these things except God be with him. By his words, we are 100% sure you are with him. Jesus. And Father, we lift him up on this Sunday. May he increase in honor. May he increase in the grace. May he increase in the anointing. And Father, we know his heart cry. Which is that one day when he stands before you, you will say unto him, well done, thou good and faithful servant. May that reward never be denied him. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. Now with every eye closed and every head bowed. You are here, you are not born again. You don't know Jesus Christ as your personal savior. The Bible says, what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? For God so loved the world that he gave us both his son. Look, if you know Bishop Dag, his passion is souls. And when it comes to honoring him, one of the greatest honor is for us to win souls for the Lord. So if you are here, you are not born again. You don't know Jesus Christ as your personal savior. Before I sit down, please lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. You say, Lord, I want to surrender my life. Or you are online, whatever you are, just be on. Lift it up your hand. Church, that is the greatest honor you can give to the man that we are talking about. Souls. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, yes. 
Say this after me, everybody. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. This Sunday afternoon. This Sunday afternoon. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for saving me. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. For the cross. For the cross. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord and let's get ready for communion. We hope you've been blessed. Feel free to join any of our services. Contact us at qfcannouncements at gmail.com. That's qfcannouncements at gmail.com.